From Australia, this is the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is accessed on wia.org.au. And yes, it's Graham just about back on deck here with the WIA National News. As we said last week, our director this week would be Chris VK3FY. Unfortunately, we have yet to receive any report from Chris, so that'll be on next week, along with Peter, VK4EA, another WIA director. But right now, let's head off to the International News Desk. Down to Sydney, here's Jason. Hello. Leading international news from Region 1, RSGB volunteers and staff have contributed to the IARU Region 1 interim meeting at Friedrichshafen and Thursday 23rd of June. The meeting covered topics across HF, VHF and UHF, as well as microwave and EMC matters. This included the latest state of preparations for WRC 23, where Agenda Item 9.1b on the protection of satellite navigation systems, such as Galileo and the 23cm band, was of prime interest. Slides showing the current state and this potentially significant threat to the radio amateur and amateur satellite services have been published on the RSGB Special Focus page. The IARU, supported by the RSGB, continues to work hard to reduce any impact. It's a dog's life, or should that be the cat's whisker? If you thought amateur radio is going to the dogs, you're right, but those dogs are getting plenty of company. The dog days of August will soon be upon us, and so too will August 26th, known as International Dog Day. A number of hams around the world have decided to run with the pack by getting special event call signs and getting on the air to publicise the needs of abandoned and abused pets who've ended up in shelters, dogs as well as cats. Amateur Radio Newsline have revealed Hans, Yankee Lima 3, Julia Delta will be operating CW from his shack in Latvia using the call sign Yankee Lima 1 Delta Oscar Golf starting on Monday the 22nd of August. There are plans for other Poochie call signs to be on the air too, including Papa Foxtrot 6 Delta Oscar Golf and Papa Delta 6 Delta Oscar Golf. International Cat Day is being celebrated on August the 8th and on Catwalk Yankee Lima 1 Charlie Alpha Tango. The list is growing, but organisers are looking for even more operators to call QRZ on behalf of Shelter Animals. In news from Region 2, Ohio Net invites the world to check in. A new net has been launched to accommodate night owls in the United States and others around the world at whatever time of night or day it happens to be. Silver Creek Amateur Radio Association has issued an invitation to check into the Beacon Net, which only launched last month at 2am, Coordinated Universal Time UTC, each week on Monday and Thursdays at that hour and Saturdays at 1.30 UTC. Although the net can be heard on the local Whiskey 8 Whiskey Kilo Yankee repeater, check-ins also take place on the club's all-star hub node 48496 and their Echo Link W8WKY-R channel. The net plans to add more repeaters and all-star hubs later. And in news from Region 3... Raja Mahendravaram, East Godavari District. 
A. Ramesh Babu, Chief Program Coordinator, Academy of Ham Radio, briefed the students of Adakavi Nania University College of Engineering on Ham Radio recently. Ramesh Babu was the speaker at the Ham Radio Awareness Program organised at the University Seminar Hall and he spoke about the emergence and historical background of amateur radio, which, as we know, has a special place in today's world of cutting-edge technology. He said the government maintains an information system during disasters relying on ham radio. The university vice-chancellor presented a memento to Ramesh Babu and the VCC suggested university authorities look into the possibility of setting up a ham radio station on the campus. In news from Tokyo, more amateur ham radio operators are reaching out across the airwaves in Japan possibly due to past enthusiasts returning to the hobby amid the coronavirus pandemic. While ham radios have practical uses like gathering information in times of disasters, as witnessed in the 2011 Great East Japan earthquake, why are they getting attention as a pastime now? The membership of the Japan Amateur Radio League has been falling steadily as mobile phones and the internet sapped ham radios' appeal. But at the end of fiscal 2020, it saw a year-on-year rise of 574 members for a total of 65,788, the first increase in 27 years. The membership had grown further by the end of fiscal 2021. A league representative said of the trend, One cause may be that the generation that was familiar with ham radios in their youth have retired and gone back to them. Sales at Ham Shop Friends which sells amateur radio equipment in suburban Tokyo city Hamura, have also grown due to apparent demand from people stuck at home during the pandemic. Manager Katsu Hisa Akiyoshi, 71, said it's because ham radio enthusiasts can be connected even when they can't go out. Australian search and rescue agencies can utilise phones as rescue beacons. Doug, VK2, X-Ray, Lima, Juliet, pointed to this item in criticalcoms.com.au. Mobile phones can pinpoint locations of people who are lost and offer an opportunity to augment search and rescue SAR services in Australia, according to Kim Blacker, Managing Director and Founder of Stratello. With Australia's vast territory, often unforgiving climate and largely unpopulated interior, SAR is a key service pulling together a range of agencies including Commonwealth, Federal and State across civilian police and defence resources. Kim explained how an unmanned aerial vehicle UAV-mounted cellular search and rescue solution could use a mobile phone as a rescue beacon to quickly and inexpensively geolocate the persons of interest and, if they're conscious and able, communicate with them. Cellular-based search-and-rescue tools such as Smith-Myers Artemis can weigh as little as half a kilogram and have been integrated onto relatively inexpensive commercial UAVs through to larger air-certified systems for manned fixed and rotary-winged aircraft. UAVs, or commonly known as drones, can cover much more distance than people on foot and are a fraction of the cost of deploying helicopters or aircraft. This item rolls many new technologies into one. For VK1 WIA National News, in Sydney, I'm Jason, VK2LAW.
This is the home service of the Wireless Institute of Australia through VK1WIA. Now, operational news with Felix, VK4FUQ. Hello there. Now, contest-wise. The Slovenia Contest Club Committee has cancelled the EU HFC 2022 due to the current situation in Europe related to the war in Ukraine. They did not see the point in competing for the title of European champion without the presence of UR friends and without contest activity from all other EU countries. Hoping for peace, they will meet again in August 2023. IAUHF World Championship next contest is next weekend, July 9 and 10. Good morning from WIA Vice President Lee Moyle, VK3GK. IARU HF Contest 2022. The IARU Contest is held on the weekend of July 9th of 10th and several of the WIA call signs will be active. There may be some operational time slots still available. WIA is asking for expressions of interest from any WIA members who are contesters that have a genuine interest to operate in the contest as a WIA IARU HQ station using one of the WIA call signs VK1WIA through to VK8WIA. Send an email to Lee Moyle VK3GK at wia.org.au expressing your interest and Lee will respond with some specific requirements needed to operate the WIA call signs in the contest. The contest begins at 1200 UTC Saturday July the 9th and runs through to 1159 UTC Sunday July the 10th. Modes are both CW and SSB. Bands are 160, 80, 40, 20, 15 and 10 metres. The 2022 contest rules can be downloaded from the WIA website or from the link provided on the text version of the news. The exchange for the IAU Member Society HQ stations such as VK3WIA send a signal report and an official IARU Member Society abbreviation. Example on sideband... 59 Whiskey India Alpha or on CW 599 WIA. Members of the IARU Administrative Council and the three IARU Regional Executive Committees send AC, R1, R2 and R3 as appropriate. All other participants send the signal report and your ITU zone which for VK1 to VK8 will be either zone 55, 58 or 59. Logs are due within seven days after the event is over. Electronic Cabrillo logs are preferred and can be uploaded directly via the web app at http colon slash slash contest hyphen log hyphen submission dot dot org. That's it for this week. Just a quick one. Seven threes from Lee, VK3GK. WIA Trans Tasman Lobin Contest, 16 July 2022. The Trans Tasman Contest held on the third weekend in July aims to encourage low-band activity between VK and ZL. RSGB IOTA Contest is July 30, 31. WIARD or Remembrance Day Contest, weekend closest to the 15th of August each year. 2022, it's Saturday, Sunday, August 13, 14. Alara Contest, August 27, 28. WIA NZART Oceania Contest, phone first full weekend in October. 0600 hours UTC Saturday to 0600 hours UTC Sunday. CW, second full week in October. 0600 hours UTC Saturday to 0600 hours UTC Sunday. 
Log deadline for all logs, 31 October. WIA VHF UHF field days. Spring 2022 is in November. DX window. VK90 ABC hours this station celebrating 90 years of the national broadcaster and is operating all year. VK75 FAA, July 3. Try 40 metres for this call representing a fleet air arm. Listen for FL. The AF5XV in the air from Panama as the AF5XV stroke HP1, June 28 until September 12th on single sideband. Send QSLs to his home call, the AF5XV. Netherlands, PA. PA 75DXCC on air until August 2. Celebrates the 75th anniversary of the first post World War II list of DXCC members, published in the July 1947 issue of QST. For BK1 WIA National News, I'm Felix VK for FUQ Inningham. Across Australia from VK1 WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. It can be heard on ANZAL, that's the Australian and New Zealand Echo Link Multimode Network. The news is automatically rebroadcast every Sunday at 10am VK3 time. Thanks. This is second operator Helen using John's VK3 HJQ call sign. Time to read more than just your S-meter. Hi, I'm Graham, VK4BB. Now, in the part of the world where our sister publication, Amateur Radio Newsline, is produced, summer has arrived. And for many, that means it's time to read something more than just the S-meter. Randy Sly, W4XJ, shares some suggestions. It's that time of year when some amateur radio operators abandon their shacks and head outdoors for the lazy, crazy, hazy days of summer. Whether you're sitting quietly on a beach, enjoying a mountain view, or taking your hobby with you at a POTA station in a park, there may be times when you say, what else can I do? Well, when you're not operating ham radio, how about reading about ham radio? Not one of those technical manuals or heavy theory books, but a book about radio about communicating, and all the fascinating and dramatic stories that go with it. With the help of Russell Calabresi, KR2NZ, the book club moderator for the Long Island CW Club, I came up with a list of books that may make good summer reading for those moments when you're off the air. If you enjoy history, how about the world of ham radio, covering amateur radio in the early 20th century? Or try Code Girls, the untold story of American women codebreakers of World War II. There's also Brass Pounders, young telegraphers of the Civil War. Want to know how single sideband started? You can read Wes Shum, amateur radio's unsung hero. Then there's the book by Don Keith, N4KC, Riding the Short Waves, which contains some how-tos along with fun anecdotes, stories, and personal advice. For these and other recommendations, check our longer list in the text version of this week's newscast. I'm Randy Sly, W4XJ. This is the home service of the Wireless Institute of Australia through VK1WIA. Now, special interest group news with Bruce, VK3FFF. 
And in today's segment, I'll be joined by Clive, VK6CSW, Ralph, KK6ITB, and Alec, VK2APC. But now to Worldwide Special Interest Group's CW. Veron reports recently radio amateurs gave information and demonstrations about Morse code as a means of communication to the public of the Open Air Museum Arnhem. The interest of the visitors was great. Many were extensively informed. The number of people who wanted to take an aptitude test was also above expectations. All in all, a very successful day. This activity was dominated by Morse code as intangible cultural heritage, a status that Morse code received in the Netherlands in 2014. For this occasion, the ground of the open-air museum was temporarily transformed into an improvised shack and demonstration place. Many of the close on 2,300 guests that day had heard of Morse code, many thinking of the war. Of the 2,300 on the day, some 400 took part in the Morse exhibit. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier, Voyager 1 and 2. NASA has begun turning off the spacecraft Voyager's systems, signalling the beginning of the end of the probe's 50-year career. Voyager 1 and Voyager 2 were launched in 1977 and travelled to the edge of the solar system. 44 years into this journey, NASA must power down some of the probe's systems in order to keep them operating until 2030. The first Voyager craft has four remaining functioning instruments, while Voyager 2 has five, powered by converting decaying plutonium into electricity. This battery has had its output dropping by about four watts every year, requiring tough choices about what to switch off next. The final instruments NASA will disable are likely to be the magnetometer and the plasma science instrument inside the body of the spacecraft. These are warmed by the excess heat of the computers. The other instruments are suspended on a 13-metre fibreglass boom. Heating them requires more power. It takes a radio signal almost 22 hours to reach Voyager 1 and just over 18 for Voyager 2. Worldwide Special Interest Group's IOTA AS-117 Kenji JA-4GXS will once again be active as JA-4GXS 4 from Casadu Island during the RSGB IOTA contest July 30th 31st EU010 Bryce will be active as GM0WAT from Isle of Lewis and Harris during the RSGB IOTA contest OC13 E51RMP from South Cook Islands between July 14 and 21st. Main activity will be from Rarotonga OC013 with the side activation to Itutaki OC083 for two nights. 
QRP on various HF bands using CW and SSB. QSL via home call sign ZL4TE. Worldwide special interest groups, Radio Amateur Old Timers. Hello everyone, this is Clive, VK6CSW, reminding you that tomorrow is the first Monday of the month, time for the Radio Amateurs Old Timers Club of Australia's July Bulletin to go to air. This month, as well as the latest club news, I will be reminiscing about some remarkable QRP contacts in 1922, Bill VK3BR tells us about detection methods employed before radar was invented, and Andrew VK3CAH talks about an organisation that celebrates a very special birthday that occurred on the 1st of July 90 years ago. Everyone, RAOTC members and non-members alike, is most welcome to listen to the programme and to join in the callbacks afterwards. Full details of all transmissions, times and modes can be found on the RAOTC website at www.raotc.org.au or just Google RAOTC Broadcasts. If none of the transmission times suit you, you can download the audio file at any time from today from the website. Members and friends of the RAOTC in Perth are reminded that the next lunchtime meeting at the Bayswater Hotel is on Tuesday, July the 12th. All are welcome, but if you'd like more details, please email coordinator phil vk6zko at pbcasper at bigpond.com. I'll just spell that. That's Papa, Bravo, Charlie, Alpha, Sierra, Papa, Echo, Romeo at bigpond.com Once again, tune in tomorrow for the RAOTC Bulletin. Enjoy the programme and please join in the callbacks afterwards. 7-3 from Clive, VK6CSW And now, worldwide special interest groups, radio scouting, training scouts in amateur satellite communications. Members of Indonesia's National Amateur Radio Society, or ARI, recently trained scouts in amateur satellite communications. A translation of the ORERI post reads, This communication, this time using LAPAN A2, LAPAN ORERI IO86 satellite, used voice repeater VR and SSTV. According to Research Centre researcher and amateur radio enthusiast Sonny Dwy Hasano, VR and SSTV activities are an effort to introduce satellite communication to scouts to disseminate information. Special Interest Groups VLF No transmission at Greemerton. Despite news to the contrary, the official word is there will be no transmission from the mechanical 200 kilowatt transmitter SAQ at Greemerton, Sweden on 17 kilohertz VLF for this year's Alexanderson Day today, July 3rd. The team running the transmitter twice a year cite problems obtaining spare parts for the 98-year transmitter, currently undergoing maintenance work. 
The radio station is again, however, open to visitors who can witness two startups of the large rotor. However, no RF will be radiated from SAQ's top-loaded vertical. Worldwide special interest groups, Yota, youngsters on the air, bringing amateur radio to a more diverse community. We look at a special project that is creating amateur radio opportunities for a more diverse community of enthusiasts, starting with the very youngest among them. We hear from Amateur Radio Newsline and Ralph KK6ITB how this initiative is putting ham radio and science into the hands of children of colour in lower-income neighbourhoods of the USA. Get ready for Jasmine and Jose, two school kids who fell in love with amateur radio after visiting a family friend who's a ham. Now the friends want to build a simple radio of their own. While these two children are fictional characters in a book that tells their story in both Spanish and English, the magnetic, or should we perhaps say electromagnetic, draw of kids to amateur radio is very real. That's why the science educators at the California-based not-for-profit group Science is Elementary are preparing to publish this tale of the youngster's amateur radio journey as a book in their new series. Jasmine and Jose Build a Radio is geared to seven-year-old readers and will be produced with accompanying kits for 2,240 youngsters. The project is being funded with a grant from Amateur Radio Digital Communications. The grant will include publication of companion reads for adults and will cover the costs of school-based activities in which the kids build radios of their own. The books and kits will be provided free to youngsters attending school in low-income communities in the San Francisco Bay Area. If you don't live in the region, take heart. Everyone else will be able to download the book and the adult reading companion for free as PDFs. For Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Ralph Squillacci, KK6ITB. Thanks, Ralph. I'm Bruce, VK3 Triple F in sunny and very cold... Bendigo. Across Australia, from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the Wireless Institute of Australia National News Service from Waffle Park, Adelaide, South Australia. It can be heard on 1843 kHz in the 160 metre band at 9am Central Standard Time on Sunday mornings. I'm Colin, VK5XY, and you are welcome to join our callback after the broadcast. Wrapping it up, and let's see what junk you've got in your trunk. The Redcliffe car boot sale happens Saturday, 20th of August at 9am at the Clubhouse, McFarlane Park, Clinger Road at Kippering. Sunday, 18th of September, also in VK4, at Mountain Creek State School, it's the Sunfest. In VK6, it's the Perth Tech, October 21 to 23. Myena Hamfest, Saturday, November 19 in VK7. In VK3, Rosebud Radio Fest, November 20. Then moving ahead to next year, it's the next one on the calendar for next year. VK Alaramie 2023 happens in November in Hobart. Now till next we meet, I'm Graham, VK4 BB. See you next week and walk softly. From Australia, this has been the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video 
and is accessed on wia.org.au.